Keeping it moving on a Monday, it's Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. The sun set on Chris Paul in Phoenix with the Mavs beating the brakes off of the Suns 123-90 to in Game 7 in the Valley of the Sun. Who's the most to blame for the Suns' disappointing end to the season? Hit us up on the CC call-in line, 888-ESPN, that's 888-729-3776. And for more on that game and all things Dallas Mavericks, we bring in Dallas Mavericks great and Mavs TV analyst Derek Harper. And Derek, this is Canty and Carlin. We're glad that you were able to spare a few minutes and jump on the show with us. And I got to kick it off with this, man. A lot of fanfare for Luka Doncic, a lot of questions about the future of Chris Paul, as well as criticism for Monty Williams. But how much credit does Jason Kidd deserve for the Dallas Mavericks being able to win this series in Game 7 in Phoenix? More than he's gotten, Chris, that's for sure. Chris and Chris. Um, you know, Jake Kidd is very hard to read. He's very difficult to uh, to read from the standpoint of he doesn't like the fanfare. He, he knew when the season started. I remember vividly talking to him as a broadcast team right before the season started. And the one thing that he – two things that he was trying to do, Chris, one was to be a better defensive team, and two, build a supporting cast that could, that could help Luka moving forward. And I think he did both of those things. And he has the kind of demeanor, if you would, where he wants to fly under the radar. He doesn't want a lot of, a lot of people talking about the Mavericks, knowing deep down inside that – he had a solid group. And when I tell you the cohesion that he's built, he changed the whole culture of the Mavericks. You know, you leave uh, Rick Carlisle behind and you're put in position where you have to, to build and change the whole platform of an organization. Not easy to do, but Jason was able to do that right off the bat. I went to one practice during, during the preseason. I didn't have to go to any more because I know – and I knew and I felt like strongly that Jay Kidd was, had, had already put his mark on the Dallas Mavericks, and he deserves all of the credit in the world. When you have the kind of success they're having right now, you can't give one guy success and not everybody. Nico Harris came in, has done a tremendous job, made that trade to get rid of a huge salary. As far as uh, Przingis is concerned, I like Kristaps Przingis, but the move has proven – to be very good for this Maverick team. And I, you know, I said this morning talking to, uh, to some of your coworkers earlier that I, I'm picking the Mavericks as crazy as it might sound. I just think that it's something special about Jason Kidd and the Dallas Mavericks team. Derek Harper, Mavericks TV analyst, joining Canty and Carlin on ESPN radio and ESPN plus games one and two, they give up 121 and 129 points. The rest of the way, only over 100 once. We knew that this was a better defensive team during the year. Uh-huh. How? What changed after games one and two in your mind to really limit Phoenix in that explosive offense? Well, I think the head of the, the, head of the snake for the, the, the Suns, Chris Paul, they got into him a little bit, uh, played a little more physical against him. And the real key was they forced him to defend. And you guys know that as a a, a ball-dominant point guard, 
you start being forced to play defense and get over screens and things of that nature, it takes a lot out of you. And I think that's what happened to Chris Paul. I think he simply ran out of gas. And Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock, very underrated when it comes to the defensive end of the floor. That's a big reason why Dallas is one of the top defensive teams in the league because of those two guys in particular. But they just – they. I, I saw I saw Booker and Chris Paul in the first two games making fun of the Mavericks, if you would, all in front of their bench, looking, giving the stare down, things of that nature. I knew they were in trouble right there because it, it's some dogs on this Mavericks roster, although all of you guys as experts at ESPN don't recognize that and just hadn't seen this team play enough. But they've responded all year long after losing games, and I didn't think they would, that would change after game two against the Suns in Phoenix. Talking with Dallas Mavericks great Derek Harper on Candy and Carlin. And, Derek, you mentioned the Christos Porzingis trade. This team is 28-12 and 12 since they made that decision. From an X's and O's standpoint, a strategy standpoint, how has this team evolved to allow themselves to have this kind of success in advance to the Western Conference Finals? You know, you, you, you interview a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie, first thing out of his mouth is Jason Kidd allows me to be me. Well, who is me? Who is, who, who is Spencer Dinwiddie? He's a guy that needs the ball in his hands, that can break down defenses. You guys saw it in New York when he was with the Nets. Mm-hmm. He has an uncanny ability to go and get a shot. And when you have that kind of offensive ability – not only are you going to score, but you're going to give other guys and put other guys in position to score the ball as well. That's what he brought to the Mavericks. Had a tough series against Utah. And I'll never forget one day I saw him on the elevator on the road and simply said, man, be you. Whatever you do, however you go down, you got to be yourself. He remained confident and aggressive. And what, what a night for a backcourt. Uh, in game seven against Phoenix last night. Derek, when you look at the prospects here moving forward, how does this matchup play out in your mind for the Mavericks? You know what? The reason why I think Dallas can beat Golden State is because the Mavericks have the best. Luka is incredible against the Warriors. 31 points is what he averaged in four games against the Golden State Warriors. Granted, the Warriors were shorthanded, didn't have Draymond Green, nor did they have Clay Thompson at that particular time when the Mavericks were uh, trying to make their run during the, during the regular season. I think that, that, that the Warriors are going to have a tough time matching up with Luka because that's where all of the stuff starts with Luka Doncic, who's the best player in the NBA. I'll argue anybody to the ground as far as that. More concerned. so than Giannis? More so than Giannis. Luca is born for it, man. He's born for the moment. He can shoot free throws a little bit better than Giannis can. There's nothing Giannis does that Luca can't do. Absolutely nothing. You can't speed mm. him up. <laughs> you, you cannot speed Luka. You, you guys will see. And Luca, the best compliment I can give this kid is that against the best players in the NBA, he plays his best basketball. Kawhi Leonard does not want to see Luca. James Harden, um, Steph Curry, they don't want to see Luka Doncic. Um, Patrick Beverly said something this morning on uh, Get Up that 
the real ballers, the real players in the league, they don't want Luca. They don't want that smoke. That's what these kids talk about now, the smoke. We're going up the chimney. Well, nobody's going up the chimney against Luka Doncic because he just has too much. He's too big for small guys, as Chris Paul just found out. He's too quick for bigger guys. His ball handling skills off the chart. You're not going to take his ball very often. You're not going to be able to to, to just change who this guy is as a player, man. I, I, I think Luka, if I was getting ready to start up a franchise, I would take Luka Doncic over any player in this league. And I know that's saying a lot. You got Jokic, you got Embiid. You have all this great talent in the league. The league is in great shape, by the way. You have all this talent. None of them can do what Luka Doncic can do. Dallas Mavericks TV analyst Derek Harper's on with Canty and Carlin. And, Derek, we're up against this, so I need a quick response. But it's inarguable that Luka Doncic is a top three player in the NBA, and I think a lot of people believe he has the career arc of a guy that can finish as a top ten player of all time. One of the names that keeps coming up with the Luka Doncic comparisons is Magic Johnson. Do you see Magic Johnson as being the comp? And if not Magic, who's the all-time great that Luka Doncic most reminds you of? He, he reminds me of Luka Magic. There's Magic Johnson, and then there's Luka, Luka Magic. Luka is he's his own player. And, and granted, we like to compare – and I would, I would agree with you, Chris, that there is some comparison to what Magic did as a player. I think Luka shoots the ball a little bit better than Magic shot the basketball. Um, man, I, it, 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 it's hard to say who he reminds you of because he does it his way. He does it like nobody else can do it. He takes his time. Like I said, you can't spin him up, speed him up, and I – I, my money is on Luca, man, in this Warriors series. Have me back on, you guys, Chris and Chris, after we beat the Warriors, because the Mavericks are going to get it done. We will. We will. We, we will. absolutely will. And, and I'll tell you what else. And Canty's even if they a, don't beat them, I'll come back on. Canty's a Lakers <laughs> fan, and you still should have won the 88 Western Conference Finals. Wow. I can't believe yeah, you brought right. that back up. <laughs> that can't one still stings. That one still stings, Derek. Appreciate the time, man. Uh, you guys got it, man. Enjoy <laughs> Derek Harper, Mavericks TV analyst, a very underrated point guard. No doubt very about underrated. it. Those teams, Dallas Mavericks, Rolando Blackman on that squad. The honest, the honest thing. It, all right. <laughs> wow, come on, man. Well, you gotta, you gotta know he's got a little homer in him. I so know. you gotta, you gotta chalk it up I to that. Know. But there is an argument that Luka Doncic is one of, if not the best basketball player out there. Oh, there is an no, argument. No, he's there the is top an five argument. in the league. No there, question. There is an argument. And so, Carlin, I think we got to get to that on the other side of the break. Coming up next. Your calls, and what more does Luka Doncic have to do to be considered the best player in the NBA? We'll have the answer. You're listening to Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio.
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It's a simple question. I'm pretty sure there are going to be a lot of different answers. What does Luka Doncic have to do in order to be the best player in the NBA? Or is he already the best player in the NBA? You're listening to Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Hit us up on the CC call-in line, 888-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And big fella, it's a simple answer for me with Luka Doncic. You want to be considered the best player in the world? You got to show up when your greatness is required. And that is in the playoffs, and that is ultimately winning a championship. Now, I will say this. Luka Doncic has been money in the playoffs, especially in elimination games. The guy is averaging 38-9-9. Nine, and nine. So nobody can argue that he doesn't play big in the biggest spots. But we haven't seen Luka Doncic on this stage in the championship rounds. We haven't seen him in the conference finals. We haven't seen him in the NBA finals. And he hasn't held up the Larry O'Brien trophy. So until a guy does that, it's going to be hard for me to consider him the best player in the world. But that's just where I'm at with it. I understand it. And I feel like with Luka at this point, if he gets to the finals, he's right there. But because Giannis has the ring already and he doesn't, then I have to honestly say that he's he's still behind him. I'm with you on that. I mean, if we're talking about the top players in the world, anybody that doesn't think that Luka is a top five player in the league is just not watching. They're out of their minds. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're out of their minds. And look, I think what he really needs to do is to win a championship, yes, but continue to have this uh, sustained level of success. I, I can't sit here even though he is a great, great player in the league and put him in the pantheon yet. But I could, I'm not going to, we talked about, you brought up the Magic Johnson thing with Derek Harp. Yeah. I can't do that yet. I can't, like, that for me has to take a longer period of time. Not 10 years, but another couple of years before I'll talk about him on that level. But he's not that far off from it, to be fair. And I think right now Giannis is the best player in the league. And when we were kicking this around this morning, we're talking about our top five, and we both think we have the same top five, just maybe not in the same order. Mm-hmm. I mean, I right now would have to put Luca slightly ahead of Durant at the moment, and I'm so I, second best player in the league. I think so right now. I, I here's how I just give you the, the five. Tell me how you were going to roll with this. Yep. I go Giannis one. I go Luca two. I go Durant three. I go Embiid four. I go Tatum five. I would, okay, so pretty similar order. I've got Giannis one, Durant two, Luka three, Embiid four, Tatum five. Okay. So we flip-flop Luka and KD. What puts 
KD right now, and we're talking about right now in front of Luka? I would say the two championships, and I also think KD is a better scorer than Luka. There are more tool bags in the tool chest for KD than there are for Luka, and KD is a better shooter. KD is a 50-40-90 guy. Yeah. So, I mean, there is no arguing that. I mean, KD is a monster. And then the other thing that people don't give KD enough credit for, really good defender. KD is a really, really good defender. People don't give him a lot of credit for that, but he's a good defender. And we're never going to talk about Luka's defense because there's nothing to talk no, about. No, no, no. I mean, listen, he's not as much of a liability as some of the other players that are high-volume scorers in this league, mm-hmm. but he's not a liability. But Kevin Durant is a plus defender, not to mention he's the most skilled scorer the game the, 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 this generation of basketball players have ever seen. Yes, and so, it's, so, it's so virtually that's why, impossible to stop. So that's why I ways. give Kevin Durant the edge. Now, I know people are looking at it and will say, well, Kyrie Irving was on KD's team in the playoffs and they got swept by the Boston Celtics. True indeed, a lot of drama going on with the Brooklyn Nets. It was clear that everybody on that team wasn't focused on winning basketball games the entirety of the season. Okay. So I have to dismiss that. But to me... Luka Doncic is right there knocking at the door, and the fact that he's got his team on this stage right now without any other all-star caliber player to play alongside him, that's impressive to me. Well, that's why I put it right there. That's why I put him slightly in front. And I know what Durant is, okay? I, we knew what he was in Oklahoma City when he won his first MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, he won his championships, and it maybe it's not fair, and I know that he was finals MVP. I, I get that. He won his championships in Golden State, so for me... When that team had already won one before he got there, it takes a little something away from those chips for me. Just a little bit to where I can put Luka in front of him. You're right about the defensive part. You're right about the shooting part. But in terms of playmaking and doing all these different things to help your team win, I, I'd take Luka. Like, if we're playing a pickup game right now, give me Luka. Slightly. If I had the second pick and I had to pick So we're playing two, a pickup game at Rucker Park. You're yeah. taking Luca. Yeah, and I'm telling you, you're getting a do I get the second and third pick? If since you get the first pick, you yeah, taking Giannis? I, yeah, yeah. So that way I get Durant too. So you're doing a strategy there. I see where you're going with this. Listen, I don't think you're far off, and I'll take it a step further. If we're talking about NBA talent evaluators, front office personnel, if you ask them that they can have their pick between Luca or Kevin Durant. I think a lot of people would take Luka. I think the majority would take Luka. No diss to KD, but no. I think they're looking at it from a runway standpoint. There's a lot more tread on it. And, you know, I, I just I think from, you know, from the perspective or from the stance that you get more years of a player's prime, you certainly have it all in front of Luka Doncic. Kevin Durant's best years, you could probably argue, are behind him. So I think a lot of NBA people would say the same thing. They would take Luka. They would put Luka in front of KD. I'm not ready to do that yet just because Kevin Durant is a world champion and he's done it a couple of times with a couple of finals MVPs. So I I will always give that the nod until Luka shows me that he can compete and win at that level. Where do you put Luka right now? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll hit your calls here momentarily. I think it's a fascinating discussion with what he has accomplished this year. No doubt about it. Coming up next. Jason Tatum, he's in club superstar, freshly minted, but has he established himself as a top five player in the NBA? Carlin and I think so, but uh, we'll kick the idea around and we'll see what you think about our arguments. You're listening to ESPN Radio, back after this.
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Is Luca that dude and is Jason Tatum top five? That's what we're talking about on Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And, of course, big fella, we're talking about it because both of those young stars have their teams in the conference finals. Okay, the Boston Celtics taking on the Miami Heat. That series set to kick off on Tuesday. And then we've got the Mavs and the Golden State Warriors, and I believe that series is set to start on Wednesday. So, Really excited about what those two young players are bringing to the table. Really excited about those particular matchups. But we got to get out to the CC calling line because a lot of people got stuff to say about Luca and about our top fives. And people are letting us have it a little bit, big fella. So let's Good. go out to the lines. We're going to start out with Mr. O in New York. Mr. O, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? What up, sir? The C, the CC and G show. I love you guys, man. Canty, Carlin, and guests. Because you never know who you're going to get every now and then. <laughs> Keep it up, boys. But uh, ultimately, hi, here's a hypothetical guy. Nikola Jokic. He should be in the top five. Two-time MVP last couple years. I know Canty really don't like the Joker like that. But at the end of the day, the numbers don't lie. So where you put him in with Tatum? And Luca, I don't know. Look, I don't have Jokic in my top five, and nope. I don't. Th- I don't think Carlin does either. And, and for me, it's simple. Just because you win the MVP doesn't mean you're the best player in the league. Doesn't no. mean you're a top five player. And that's certainly been the case for me this year. I thought Embiid should have won the MVP award. I thought Giannis had a case to be made, but I understand why Jokic won because the analytics skew in his favor. But I also understand that Jokic has only won what one playoff game in his last nine tries. And I keep coming back to this term, competitive greatness, being at your best when your best is required. If you're the MVP, you shouldn't be talking about getting swept in the second round last year and having a gentleman sweep in the first round this year. I'm sorry, that's, does, that doesn't sound like an MVP to me. You know what looks like an MVP? What happened with Joel Embiid in this Sixers series against the Miami Heat? Because they dropped the first two to Miami, and then they came back in game three with Joel Embiid and it looked completely different. Now, I get it. They fell flat on their face when they were at home in Philadelphia, but you could see the series turn with Joel Embiid on the court. I have never seen that with Nikola Jokic when it comes to him being able to elevate the talent around him. Totally agree. And if you're asking me to pick other players, I'm probably picking at least two others in addition to the top five we already talked about, maybe a third. I'm definitely taking Morant over him. Wow. I'm definitely taking Morant over him, and I know he's won two MVPs. I get that. I'm definitely taking Steph over him right now. Ooh, that's another good one. That's another good one. How do I? How do I not put Steph Curry in front of him? 
Now, I, I'm just saying in terms of— And Steph's of, got a couple of MVPs and a unanimous MVP, first time in league history. Yes, and yes. He's and further, he's got three championships. And he's further down the line. I get that, but he's still Steph Curry, and I can't—until he severely deteriorates, or, or even—I don't even know that I can Carlin, say he's truly he has a non, He's got a non-perishable skill. Steph Curry yes. will be able to shoot when he's 65 years old. So, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I you know, I, I I guess I would put Jokic eighth. Yeah, I'm with I you. Guess. I, I don't. I, I will say this: he's not a top five player. We are both in agreement on that. De- Let, definitely. Yeah, let's go back to the CC calling line and bring on Michael in New York. Michael, you're on Candy and Carlin. What up? Yeah, Europe. Just because you say you agree on Jokic, that doesn't make it so. Okay, actually, he, it does. He yeah. can do more things than Luca even dreamed of. He passes. He defends. What are you talking? Do you? Jokic defends. Are defends. You Did you watch the playoff series against the they Warriors? They literally took Jokic <laughs> off the floor late okay. in games, okay. and you're talking okay. about him defending? Okay. Hell no! Uh, I didn't. Yes, I watched the playoffs. That doesn't diminish the greatness. Michael, you, Michael, you just lost all credibility. Hey, hang up on Michael, man. Hey, listen, we'll give you your, time to go. We'll give you your time to speak your piece. But when you say that Jokic can defend, he's a better defender. When that's the premise of your argument and saying that he's a better player than Luka Doncic, Jokic is a better defender. You got to miss me with that talk, Carlin. I can't go with that. Let's go to Marty in North Carolina. Marty, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? Yo, 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 what's good, man? Hey, couple Be quick better than that, here, Marty. <laughs> Be better than Michael, Marty. Oh, oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, listen, I think everyone right now is a prisoner of the moment. It looks good. Everything that shines doesn't mean it's gold. And who's afraid of, uh, I can't even remember his name. Who's afraid of Luka Doncic? Nobody. A lot of people. If you, no ask, if you ask Pat Beverly today, uh, who is, I think we can all say, universally acknowledged as one of the great defenders in this league, a lot of players Patrick are absolutely... a thousand years old, man. <laughs> Pat Beverly is one of the best defenders in the league, and he's the guy that's telling the truth about it this morning. I'm not just going based off of him, but when I hear it from him, I'm sorry, that weight that carries in his opinion, for me, will dr- help drive it home. And I already believed it to begin with, but now when I hear it from him, yeah, I- I'm sorry. There's there's, there's nothing there. All it did was confirm what I already thought from a guy that knows about players and how to defend them. And, Carlin, if you go back to that postseason a couple of years ago when Luka Doncic was squaring off against Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, now listen, I get it, the Dallas Mavs in advance, but, but you're talking about Luka Doncic putting on all-time performances in that and series. And you saw You're it. talking about a guy for the career is averaging 32 points a game in the playoffs, and he's averaging 38, 9, and 9 in elimination games. You can't take anything away from Luka Doncic. Quite, quite frankly, Carl, he's done more. He's done more than Nikola Jokic has done with less talent around him. Oh, absolutely. That, that's, that's, that's my whole point. So, I mean, there's no general manager in the NBA that's going to take Nikola Jokic over Luka Doncic. Yeah, that is what, just fact. You want to make Jokic the MVP every year? Fine. Enjoy your NBA 2K. That, that's essentially what it comes down to. That, that's what it feels like. we yeah. got to stop this with Jokic and the analytics and the numbers. There's something to be said for the eye test, and the eye test tells me that Luka Doncic is a top three player in the NBA. Coming up next, more on your calls on Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum and where do they rank 
when it comes to the blessed players in the NBA. You're listening to Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Big fella, the phone lines are lit. Hmm. People want to chime in with the Mavs and the Seas advancing to the conference finals. We threw it out there. Where does Tatum and Doncic rank when it comes to the best players in the NBA? Both of us have those guys in the top five, but there are a lot of people out there that don't see it the way we do. So let's go out to Scott in North Carolina and hear what he has to say. Scott, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? Hey there. Um, so I got I got two things. One, I hope ESPN has great lawyers for you guys on retainer. Uh, two, maybe I need to watch the news more because either there was an earthquake in L.A., fell into the ocean, or you guys are practicing age discrimination because you've gone through eight names and never said LeBron James. <laughs> so I wanted to see what you, thought, what you thought about that. LeBron's still a top ten player. Yeah. But let's, let's call it what it is. He's not – a top five player anymore. No, they had the fourth highest payroll in the league, and they didn't make the play-in. Yeah. I'm a Lakers fan. I Listen, I love LeBron, but but I also acknowledge that LeBron can't do what he could do five years ago. No. LeBron can't do what he could do 
three years ago. I think when they won a championship, I think it's, it's not the him, same player. If you gave him some truth serum, LeBron would admit that. Yeah, he's not. He's not the same player. He doesn't have the same impact on the game defensively. He's limited in terms of what he can do offensively, especially with the supporting cast around him. He's not the same guy that could drag his team to the NBA Finals. He he can't just roll him out there with four other guys and he gets you to an NBA Finals. He's just not that dude anymore. As much as I love Bron, he's a top 10 player. He's not a top five player. Derek in Alabama, what up? Guys. Man, How you doing? What pass. you got? Don't y'all just feel it. Man, it's just, gosh. Now, guys, y'all, there's so much to talk about, not enough time. Um, this Luka Magic thing, Chris Carnage, I mean, okay, I mean, offensively putting the ball in the hoop in a comparison, Luka is on another galaxy compared to Magic. I mean, but as far as, you know, the complete game, you know, we got to look at it that way, too. And it also, well, Canty's you... the one who said he's as good as Magic. No, I didn't say it. See, that's everybody thinks I said it. I did not say that. I said the comparison was out there, and I think it has to do with them both being bigger ball handlers, their ability to see the entire court, their vision, their ability to be able to pass it with the level of velocity that not a lot of guards in the NBA have. So I think that that uniqueness, that 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 point of difference, is why people make that comparison. But I think they're they're two completely different players, and both. Are, are are really really good now. Magic is an all time great. I think he's the greatest point guard and a top five player of all time. Mm-hmm. Luka Doncic ain't in that territory yet, but I think from a career trajectory standpoint, he can crack into that top ten. But we got to see a lot bigger body of work before we're willing to crown him that. It's Kenny and Carly. <laughs> it's Kenny and Carlin on a Monday on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. I'm sorry, the Humpty Hump got me a little bit right there. So, yeah, you know, the, re- the rejoin music with the guys behind the glass banging the hits, that kind of caught me off guard. So, it took me back to a moment that I had. Anyway, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Get at us on Twitter at Chris Carlin and at Chris Candy 99 We see you guys getting at us with our top five. Doesn't matter what you say to us in our mentions. We're going to stand by our take because that's what we do on this show. Take We're integrity. all about take integrity. And in our top five, both of us have Giannis. We've got Luka. We've got KD. We've got Embiid. We've got Tatum. You can add us all you want. You can call us on the CC calling line, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. We'll give you the floor to make your case. And then we're going to tell you why we agree or disagree with what you got to say. First on deck, we got Matt in Nashville. Matt, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? Guys, what's going on? Uh, first of all, Mr. Canty, Wahoo Wah. Hey. Buddy, loved you. Loved you on the field. Loved you on the radio, my man. Appreciate it. I'm rocking the Virginia hoodie, Virginia hoodie right now. What you got for us? Attaboy, attaboy. No, I just got to take a little bit of umbrage with what you said earlier comparing uh, Luca to KD. Man, you got to figure KD early in his career had Harden, Westbrook, Ibaka, could not get them over the hump. What does Luca got? He's got Brunson. He's got Dorian Finney-Smith, Maxi Kleber. He's got nothing compared to what KD. Well, K- KD went to a yeah. finals though. KD went to the NBA finals. KD went to the NBA oh, hey, finals. Luca's still working. Yeah, Luka's I, I, still I know. Working. Let, let's get him there first, though. Let's get him there first. He's still got to get through the Golden State Warriors and get to an NBA Finals. Then he's got to win it. Yes, but let's also just, let's acknowledge one thing about it. KD has never been in a situation where he played without another superstar. He has never been in a situation, unless 
I'd have to go back to year one in Seattle mm-hmm. and go back and look. But he has never been in a situation where he has played without another superstar. I mm-hmm. think we're we're not putting Jalen Brunson in the Robin category just yet. No, no, but here's the thing. It's not like the Dallas Mavericks didn't try to a get slouch. a It's not like the Dallas Mavericks didn't try to get Luka Doncic another all-star caliber player. They did. They made that huge trade with Kristaps Porzingis and it didn't work out. Now, we can say that that was just a bust and it was the wrong fit, the wrong player, the front office didn't do their homework. There's also a conversation to be had about whether or not Luka can make it work with a guy like that. That's the one thing we haven't seen, whereas with Kevin Durant, doesn't matter who's on the court with him. He can make it happen. So I think there's something to be said for being able to play bet, play well with others in the sandbox. Let's go to Jerry in Minnesota. Jerry, you're on ESPN Radio. What up? Um, uh, this is Jeremy here in Minnesota, longtime listener, first-time caller. All um, right, my bad, Jeremy. If you guys could put two of them on a team between Luka, Giannis, and Tatum, which two would you put on the same team and why? Luka and Giannis. Yes. I, I don't think yes. that would be even a discussion. Yes. Yes. And we love Jason Tatum and what he's done. But Luka and Giannis, well, to me, they're the two best players in the sport right now. And with with Durant, uh, a close third. But that's not even a discussion. I mean, the, the idea of Luka and Giannis playing together, like that is a combination that would win five championships. No question about it, because you have a superior ball handler in Luka Doncic, a guy that can spray it all around to the shooters, and then you have the best player in the world, the most dominant player in the world, in Giannis Antetokounmpo. And that's not always the same guy when you say the best player and the most dominant player, but Giannis is the best player, and he's the most physically dominant. Yep. I mean, it's been a long time since we've been able to say that about a guy. That's exactly how good Giannis is. Let's go to Aaron in Missouri. Aaron, you're on Candy and Carlin. What up? Hey, guys. I just wanted to throw in real quick. You guys were talking about Kevin Durant being the team. The guy, I guess, Luca and Kevin Durant, who you would start a team with. Yeah. You guys are failing to forget that Luca started his pro career when he was 16 years old. He's got a lot of mileage that you're not really figuring in. From what standpoint? Like, so so what? Like, I wouldn't want to start right now with Luca over Durant? Maybe not, but at the same time, he has four years more mileage on him than you're even Luca's 23 years old. KD is, he, what, 31? He, he started as a pro when he was 16. Okay, that's great, but Kevin Durant has been in the league over a decade. You're talking about a guy that's 33 years old, going on 34. What was KD, 19 when he came in the league? Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 I, don't under, I don't understand the point. Yeah, that, if you're trying to sell us on the mileage thing, yeah, pl- no. Plus, he's got, a, he's got a torn Achilles in his in his medical history. What, what, what are you talking about? Nah, I'm still buying this. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, I'm, you got to miss me with that, man. I mean, listen, most general managers, they're going to roll with Luka Doncic over Kevin Durant just off of age alone. You got a guy that's a decade younger. Yep. Stop yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, Charles in Houston. We don't want you to stop. We want us to tell you, you want you to tell you, we want you, let me try this again, to tell us your point. You're on ESPN Radio. Hey, guys, what's happening? Look, man, Luca is a good player, but he's overrated. How so? He doesn't play defense at all, okay? All he do is whine about calls. And, and he works for today NBA, which I guess makes y'all point. But he couldn't play in the days of Magic and 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 and, and Kobe. Now he cried too much, and he don't play defense. I think he'd do okay playing in that playing in the league back then, and playing in the league when Kobe did too. 
Magic and Kobe. It would, now, would it be different for him? Would he adapt? I'd be very confident that Luka Doncic would be able to adapt to when Magic played. Yes, it was ridiculously physical back then. Uh, but Luka's a physical player. Yeah, and yeah. that's why he would yeah. adapt to that style of play. And I don't think he would have any problem playing when Kobe was either. No, I, Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I, I think Luka has a game that translates no matter what era that he's in. And here's the thing, Carlin. If this guy ends up being an all-time great, which is what a lot of people think he has the potential to be, if you're an all-time great, I believe that you can adjust to any era of basketball that you play in. I know scoring Period. scoring was a lot different in the 80s and 90s, really more in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, you could hand-check things were, things yeah, were more physical. Let's not turn this out to, you know, you could bring a bat with you on the floor <laughs> and get away with it. That's not what it was. It yeah. was hard. It was physical. Although Bill, Bill Lambeer and Rick Mahorn could, and Dennis they would Rodman try. would try. <laughs> they would they definitely try. Close. So would Oakley. You know, there's no doubt. Yeah. But... Uh, as much as you want to romanticize that period, the guys today are more talented than some of the players that were just flat out physical in that league. From a skill standpoint. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm and with they you on would that find one. their way to be superstars in the league then, too. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. And I know we're spending a lot of time with Luka and comparing him to KD, but there's another guy that's in this conversation, too, which is Jason Tatum. And you mentioned it earlier in the show, but I think it bears repeating. We said that Tatum had a unique opportunity coming into this postseason because of how the matchups fell. Yep. He would have to go through KD. He would have to go through Giannis. He would have to go through the number one seed in the Eastern Conference in the Miami Heat to get to an NBA Finals. He's already checked off two of those boxes. And now we're talking about him facing off against the Miami Heat. If Tatum gets to the NBA Finals and runs through that gauntlet in the Eastern Conference, is he cemented as a top five player, or is he already that in your mind? I think he's already there. I don't want to see him have an awful series, but I think he's already there. I think if they lost this, you would be very surprised if they lost this round. See, that's the thing. If he does lose this round, in my mind, it does knock him down a peg. But I think it's a conversation right now. He gets to the NBA Finals, there's no debate. Coming up next... Who deserves the blame for the Suns' early exit in the playoffs?